Explore the depths of your curiosity with aerospace engineer John Connolly, Columbia Space Center's Benjamin Dickow, and CEO of Heavy Metal Magazine Matthew Medney, as they bring scientists, engineers, and authors on a journey of discovery. It's not like Tony Stark couldn't have used it to travel back within his own timeline. He chose not to because he didn't want to create some catastrophic ripples. All theoretical right now. Right, right. So so you hear it in theoretical science and in Star Trek, right? Actually, um, a lot in Watchmen. That was what Osmanius used to blind Dr. Manhattan from seeing the future. And it mm -hmm. and kind of, it conveniently huh. worked for him because it didn't really matter when he actually got the technology built because he'd be able to send the tachyons back to a point in time to be affecting him. What if the timeline was was its own 4D dimension, like the ancient one says in Endgame, where when you move back, that becomes your present, and where you came from becomes your past? In Endgame, they were able to jump back to their own timeline. It works if you say that you can never go to your own timeline and just go to other ones, because yeah, then you're just changing them forever. Yeah, but they're not like a fundamental particle. They're not part of the, you know, they're not categorized. Nobody's splitting splitting atoms and finding tachyons or anything like that. That's so fascinating because, you know, I, I'm i not going to lie. Until you guys just said this, I totally thought tachyons were a figment of Gene Rottenberry's imagination. <laughs> I'm not even, oh, even going like to front it was a on this episode. Like sure. a technobabble word out of just that Star Trek event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. I totally thought that was techno. I mean, there's a lot of techno babble in Star Trek. Oh, and totally, I just thought that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is putting the science in science fiction, where fiction and science collide. <laughs>